0: Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast with Tori, Devin, and Josh. We are supposed to be joined by a community member, Brian Flores. Flores? Fresno. Fresno. That's right. I forget. Uh, Fresno, he's supposed to send an audio clip, which we encourage all of our members to do. If you have something that you want to say, that you want to get across, and we'll be able to air it on the episode of this week's podcast going forward, please do get a hold of one of us. Give us your take. We want to put it out there so that way your voice can be heard in our community as well.
1: So, to those Anyways. of you who don't know, all this basically stems from, from Brian Fresno kind of trying to troll us by simply saying the the podcast was lame. Pretty sure he only listened to maybe one. I don't even think he listened to one. I think it was more of a trolling Tory because Tory, was, I'm sure, was saying, oh, LeBron is the man and this guy's a LeBron hater. And he kind of stems from that coming over to the Tory's personal page saying our podcast sucks and that we agree too much. So... I couldn't
2: agree more with trolling Tori, <laughs> but I can agree with our podcast sucking. I can agree with him saying that Tori is definitely like bottom tier of the three of us for sure. I can agree with that. But, you know, this was our first troll. I loved it. I think it was awesome. You hate us because you ain't us. I don't know what podcast you have going out there. I would definitely give you a listen. Share for share. Play for play. Fantastic. Fantastic, boys. Thank you. I appreciate Brian. it. Thank you, you Brian.
0: Brian. Oh, thank you, Brad. Um, all right, so
1: March Madness. The madness continues. It seems to be calming down a little bit. No, None of the Cinderella's are in.
0: I know.
1: I mean, well, we, we do have an 11 seed still, so I'm not yeah. going to say they're not in yet. I guess that's me kind of s- jumping ahead because I, I well, feel – Well, it's still a Power 5 team. That's true. It's, it's UCLA still. Yeah, it's, it's not u- like it's <laughs> – Yeah. You know, the, the other teams that were, we're looking in like an Oregon State, Not that they're like, but they're a college football team. We have Loyola, which is a 5 seed, but still – If Loyola Chicago's there, that's kind of like a surprise, things like that. Yeah, with them all being
0: on the same side of the bracket, we knew that I mean, eventually they were gonna eat each other alive. Yeah,
1: with Oregon State dropping
0: out, that was It's it's
2: kinda like evening it up to where
0: all the one seeds
2: are kinda just gonna make it and it seems like everything's yeah, it seems like everything's gonna align exactly how it was all gonna align to begin with.
1: Outcomes obviously with the the Gonzaga USC, Michigan U C L A. You're going to have three ones and a two if the favorites advance.
2: Well, you got both of them favored by over five points, the one seeds. So Michigan and Gonzaga are both favored by five, which
1: in college basketball, that's it's quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty sizable. So that should be interesting to kind of see how that breaks down. I mean, I think it's – Josh, you afraid going up against UCLA? I was As a more, Michigan man? more nervous mm-hmm. about Alabama, which that Alabama-UCLA game, Absolute, incredibly great game, great finish comes down to overtime like the, the yeah Alabama I think Alabama just got
2: worn down and yeah they just hit the do three to, overtime
1: their adrenaline was so much there once they hit that three to tie it up to go to overtime they that I think basically all after momentum, that, like yeah they all just drained them gone. at that point it was a great comeback by Bama to, to, to do that but then they just like I said they and, and that's one thing
2: about March Madness too is like even in last night's game Oregon State Houston was putting it on them and uh Oregon State ended up coming back 15 points tied it 55-55, and then Houston just finished them off. And that's one thing you can never count out in college basketball, especially March Madness, is you're expecting some crazy shot, last-second, you know, comeback. Like, you're expecting this to happen. And when it does happen, you're still a little shocked, but, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's always that one thing you're looking for in college basketball. So it can't happen any night.
0: And it shows the incredible gumption to be able to come back from that def- uh, from that big deficit without having all those stan- uh, fans in the stands, and so t- to be able to lock in, to gather your troops, to galvanize the team, and instead of you yeah, know, you're not just- feeding off the
2: crowd exactly. You know, there's no crowd to feed off of. There's no none of that that aurora, that energy that's typically there, and it's it's just you, you know, and your your team, and then. You're just yeah. pulling together, doing it for, for your brothers out yeah. there. Yeah. And then let's say you just get in foul trouble or whatever it is. And that's one thing about March Madness and college basketball the one for ones and the fouls and a lot of missed free throws. And that's what killed Bama. Killed Bama was missed free throws. And they're just, they're not there. There's a lot of college players that just 60, 70% from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And you'll go five for 15 for free throws. And that kills you when you lose by three, and your coach is ready to throw his clipboard and (laughs) break the clipboard. You know, switch universities, all that good stuff. You know, but March Madness is kind of aligning how basically they have it leveled up. All your ones and twos are kind of just at the top. So we'll see what USC and UCLA does tonight. The six and eleven.
0: Yeah, I mean it is starting to shake out how we anticipate once you get to the Elite Eight and to the Final Four, especially after that first week of all of those tremendous upsets yes. and playoff bracket busters. And so it's, you know, I wish there was a few more of those Cinderella teams that made it this deep uh, into it, especially after such a great, like what, two night opening, but it everything is starting to shake out and it feels a little bit more comfortable. I,
1: I will guess. say I'm glad that all four number ones didn't make it. Oh, Absolutely. Simply because Ohio State was a one. Uh, that's where you're going so with it, though.
0: So no, no, no. no. Say, Ohio no State, Ohio, Ohio State was one. a two. Oh, the there, too. yes, I'm yeah, sorry. Illinois yeah, right. was Illinois
1: was a
2: one. So I mean, both Big Ten teams. So, yeah, big again, we talked yeah. about
0: that. Big Ten just cramping we the did. bed. Expect a lot more out of Illinois. It's just I had
2: Illinois winning. You know, I mean, like I said before <laughs> in the podcast, I they they looked good. They had point guard. They had big man. That they put it on Michigan. Yeah, I I had Michigan being a really good team all year long, especially. You know how they played. You know what? Yeah, One two tournament. losses. Mm-hmm. One two losses. And then once the Livers went down too, I was like, man. You know, I really thought they were going to fall off. And like I've mentioned before, they ended up the last Big Ten team standing. Yeah. You know, and the record don't lie with them. If you're a winner and you're winning all year, typically it comes back full circle. Yeah. So March Madness sometimes it just don't lie through all the madness. The that's top seats. That's, seeds a, that's still come a rookie
1: out. head coach doing this as well oh that's right juwan howard's first year yeah a little fab five influence you know they all the fab five did kind of come in and help a little bit and kind of did a little part in all this so what a tremendous accomplishment It's, it's, it's a great thing hopefully they can keep going and get into that that final four and advance on to the next one but the final four is where i'm gonna get nervous because gonzaga as much as i don't like them or praise them too much. They're still a one seed. They were the best team throughout the entire season. Whether or not they're playing good competition, we don't know. They're playing decent competition now and they're dominating. So Yeah, they're
2: still putting it on them.
1: Right. You can't say they're no longer playing anybody because now they're in the tournament where they're just knocking down whoever's in front of them. Yeah, they take down USC. They're, yeah. they're in the final four dance. So They're
0: right where they belong though because, I mean, all year long, yeah, they have looked like the real deal. And that's
1: been the... again. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I mentioned this, that that was kind of the team that everybody picked as far as the quote-unquote experts. It was the prohibitive favorite that I saw going into this season. Yeah, almost everybody was kind of coming once the bracket starts. Well,
2: they have three three draft lottery prospects. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You should be there.
1: Yeah, you should be there. But is that in a year of not a lot of great talent either?
2: It's hard to say. Like we went over in the past podcast, you know, you have some talent across seas and
1: right. You guys got the there, there isn't, there
2: isn't no, no big names. But we talked about how last year there wasn't too many big, huge names.
1: There and wasn't, there wasn't, and a lot of those top picks are really panning out. The, well top, the, top the top NBA. three guys were everyone talked about. Those top three guys were going to be something, and it was like, but where do you take them? Who's going to be? It was really. Uh, like a coin flip between them to say who's going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah. This year, I, I believe it's the, the kid Cunningham out of uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State. Yeah. That they're saying is going to be the one, and I haven't heard much past that. That's what's kind of interesting about this year's NBA draft is I don't know who these kids are because there's only been talk a lot of talk about Cunningham and past that it's kind of... There's a
0: lot of talk about Cunningham, but what gets me is there's also a lot of talk about his he seems disinterested or maybe, maybe that's the wrong term. I also don't want to say passive. I don't want to say not locked in, but doesn't seem aggressive. Right. I guess. And so that, that's a big knock on him. And when you're looking for the number one pick and you're like, I'm going to spend, basically I'm going to put my franchise on this guy. And the big knock is like, whether or not he's aggressive at winning or scoring or being active it's a lot of hesitation there. Yeah,
2: or you go look and let's see what I can get out of Europe, and let me try to find this Doncic real quick.
1: I mean, really, what's going to come down to is what do the Timberwolves need at what position? Since they so, it's not
2: going to be a big man,
1: <laughs> right? They, they should be good there. They got. They really need a point guard. What they really need to kind uh, of facilitate, but I don't know if they're going to be that there.
0: They're probably going to move on from Towns though, right? So they probably
1: should get a big man. I mean, really, the, let's be honest, they're going to need anything and everything they can, they can get. Even if Towns sticks around, you're still going to need other another big man or Well, and that's almost get.
0: why I was... I was wishing that they would have taken Wiseman. Yeah. From last year's draft. I was like, just twin towers it up. Yeah. And again, like, if anything, because you weren't sure about uh, what Towns was going through and how he was handling all of the loss of his family and his injuries, his broken hand this year. And so, I mean, if anything, it was... Assurance yeah. that you have a big man in case of his absence. I think you're thinking of a, um, a good Rand franchise. Oh yeah, maybe that's where i am be getting my wires crossed. No, way. and uh, I, I really like I really like Anthony Edwards. Uh I think he's I could see a lot of different scenarios with him. I could see him being Well he had a forty or
2: like, like, fifty point game, you know. He,
1: yeah. So I could see him ha- he's having playing well, the but challenge. again, it's just the unfortunate situation. Of where he's at.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh I I kinda liken him to and again like you take away the all the hype comparisons that uh Andrew Wiggins had, but I look at him kinda like he has the upside that Andrew Wiggins had, but even if he only is as good as Andrew Wiggins, it's still like twenty points per game a night. Yeah, not only that. I don't know.
2: I don't know if he had all the so it's solid. I don't think he had all the hype that Wiggins had. So he's already no, no, exactly. Yeah, he's already performing
0: more than yeah. He wasn't the next LeBron James, right? You know, Ben Simmons and and uh, this man's giving you twenty five points.
2: If this man's giving you twenty five points, and he's only going to get a little bit bigger and grow, yeah. So he's solid. He's solid. You could you could build around that, and you could build around Towns. And if Towns leaves, Mm -hmm. whatever, do what you got to do. But at the end of the day. Yeah. They got a lot of rebuilding to do. Yeah. They have um, a long way to go.
0: I like the pick that they did, but again, like just being uncertain about Carl Anthony towns, I probably would have went Wiseman, but I am a big fan of Anthony Edwards as well. Um, as a bulldog, I expect that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, let let me show, let me put my Homer cap on (laughs) for a minute there. I'm I'm like, yeah, I want to take the Georgia guy first. (laughs) No, absolutely. Um, do you think Cunningham's going to – I mean, I don't know if Cunningham's going to get the kind of yes, you pick him, no, you don't pick him kind of back and forth like LaMelo Ball had. Because, I mean, like you said, it was almost like a certainty that those guys were going to go one, two, and three, but it was like, are, like right. what order and they're going to or- go in. Exactly. But I feel like the LaMelo thing was like some teams and some guys were so off of LaMelo and some others were all in on him. Uh, I mean, I'll for sure say that I was I was off on the kid. The the videos that I watched of him overseas, he just looked completely disinterested. He looked like he didn't get along with his teammates, like he didn't care. He's shot jacking from like 30, 35 out. And then he comes to the league and he's on fire.
1: He really has looked incredible.
0: He's looked insane.
1: <laughs> I mean, before that injury, i got to swallow had... my
0: pride on that one because I really did not see that coming.
1: He had it locked up for, for rookie of the year before the injury. No, he definitely did. Like, now it kind of opens up a little bit, but I I think it's going to go to your bulldog because... I was going to say, yeah, yeah, Georgia. Wiseman also got hurt, so, I mean... Who hasn't gotten hurt this year? (laughs) Ridiculous. It's
0: good to see Curry back on the floor again after being hurt with the tailbone injury. And And then he comes back just balling.
1: Drops a 30-burger from sitting on the court. They do have, just kind of going through the other prospects, that I don't cunningham really is the only guy that i see that i'm like oh yeah he should be the next up that's coming out it looks like he's been the talk of the last couple of years too they've they had uh, I mean, jalen suggs out of the point guard from gonzaga is like the next guy but exactly. i don't see again if they're gonna say he should be taken above i guess it really depends on who gets that number one it depends on if they win the title or not too your draft stock will go up if you're a champion yeah. Especially if you're the one that kind of leads them or you take over that game you know these next couple games you make that spotlight a little bigger for yourself definitely that that'll be very interesting to kind of see where all those
2: play get your stats up especially against the talent like you Not go right, and now be- you're
1: playing the the legit you play okay. against the michigan and dominate a michigan
2: yeah you go and beat baylor you go and beat michigan you're right. going even usc usc's got the uh the brothers i think the one is highly ranked i think it's uh evan mobley, mobley. yeah yep. mobley he's higher up there this is where you got to show out even ucla you know you usc I, I, college basketball-wise, I think they haven't been there for years. But UCLA, you know, they were known for yeah. college basketball for
0: years. I still think they have the most championships. Yeah, you in can't college, tell the story and, of college basketball without starting at yeah. UCLA.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're a brand in themselves, you know, for college basketball. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, Gonzaga is just one of those teams. It's like when you have three, three starters who are juniors, seniors, and – they stay together and they work together and they do what they gotta do and they go on a winning streak. It's it not goes that such impressive. A long way. It's like I'm gonna take the sophomore that's a phenom, you know. Right.
1: But I like whenever you have these guys that wanna stick together, play those play those years together. I think that makes college Try to work college. your way up through, you know, get that championship kind of thing, you know, play for each other instead of just thinking about yourself. I like those kinds of things. Right. Go
2: get your go get your other year, whether you're getting you know, bachelors or just getting something in, you know, right? personal training, you know, go go get that. Have that background and, you know, take your scholarship and use it for pride and then stick with your brothers and you'll enjoy to be alum, you know. Look at all these players actually go back, you know, and go back and finish what they started. So that's I like to see that too, but if you could get a championship, write it. Yeah. Right, that's
1: what I'm saying. If you have a chance, if you know you've got a good team around you, and you've got a couple other guys, two, two three other guys that are coming up with you, y'all are all freshmen, you played through three, four years together, knowing you're going to have a shot at a, at a ring, at a championship in, in college, it's going to be the best days of your life, possibly, because you don't know what the next stage is going to be. Yeah, you don't know if you're going to get to the next stage. right. There's no guarantee all. you're going to get to the next stage. There's no guarantee you're ever going to be on a winning team.
2: Right? You Are you ready be. to go to China? You know, <laughs> yeah. China might take you. You know, go yeah. play in Turkey or right. something. You could yeah, be you can stuck with the, the Wolves yep.
1: and ride that out, and then get traded to another bad team, or something happens. You know, someone's willing to overpay for an average player, and you go to another bad team, thinking you'll turn them around. Kind of situation. So enjoy all that. I, again, stop doing this one and done garbage. The big kid. From from Michigan, I'm really hoping he doesn't. He's a freshman. I'm like, come on, stick around, but we'll give us another year. We'll see how it plays out. I haven't heard anything as far as him leaving, but hopefully Juwan can coach him back in. So like, come on, buddy, let's run this back. Got some young talent.
0: I think he'll I think Juwan will be able to have his ear on that, especially just given the the roots. Right. Yeah, just given the roots that Juwan Howard uh has and that just the lore that he has with being part right. of Fab Fat he can really speak to Definitely, you said, like being an alum, he can speak of what it means to him to be a part of right.
1: Michigan. Coming up through all that. We well,
2: know. not only that, you, the, uh, this year is kind of like a throwaway year because all your seniors can come back. Yeah. And you could go you and transfer and play wherever. Yeah, so if – let's say you don't have the talent to go to the next level and, like you said, the next – the extra year of eligibility and use it. You know what I mean? Come yeah. back. Yeah. The, the March Madness, the turning. Dude, it's hype. It's this. Yeah, it's a different energy. Come back when you have fans in the stadium and fans coming out here watching you. Like, it looks like things are opening back up for fans. Like, NFL is already talking about bringing fans. Baseball is already talking about doing their full season, which opening day is coming up uh, Thursday, I believe. Like, turning with fans, like with the student section. Come on, man. Like, I don't know if you could ever. Take that and you know give that back to somebody. Yeah, that's
1: that's like the best atmosphere in sports. Yeah. it's the best tournament of all. Like all the playoffs, that is the the most exciting one that you kind of go through. Yeah, so, I mean it
0: brings a crowd of all sports fans. Yeah, right. Because I mean that's it's where the upsets are. It's where you see the 16 seed beat the one seed. You see the yeah. 14 beat you know. And so even if you're a golf fan, tennis fan. It still it has your it has your ear when it comes around to this time of season for for basketball.
1: Yeah, when you're when you're an alum for that team, you know a team like we'll say I don't know the Ohio Bobcats, let's say. Yeah, like oh Bobcats! <laughs> shout out to Ohio. And you're playing like a Virginia that's like a you know big team, and you beat them. That's a big deal for that for those it's alums. A huge deal. Yeah. That's, that's like a big deal for those those people that think they're never going to be able to see that kind of thing. Right, where it's kind of big
2: where like Virginia's a. Good, you know, hard nosed yeah. college basketball program for like, the past like five, ten years, and to go and lose to Ohio Bobcats, you know, or to get upset for like the past, what, twice in three, four years. It's hard to watch, though, you know. No, it was hard to watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really was. I'm glad yeah. you guys are bringing that yeah. up again. Yeah. Doing a great job. Don't let me interrupt. Don't let yeah. me, your your, your takes it's all right. phenomenal.
2: It's all right, man. Um, you know, football season, college football season are out, and you know my my canes are opening up with Alabama, so. Yeah. <laughs> <seasons over. laughs> yeah, so, you know, good thing we knock out that loss right <laughs> off rip. That one one? Yeah. yeah, just get that one <laughs> yeah. out right away. We're going to be 10-0. set that schedule, they
0: do it. there Yeah, doing. we're going to be
1: 10-0. and 0. Like, Look, it's we not We lost about... the first game,
0: but yeah. we're 10-0, though. It doesn't matter. The first game never matters anyway. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. We're going
1: to get the loss out. Get it out early it out and not the way. Right off rip. Against <laughs> Alabama immediately, <laughs> yeah.
0: who's going to be ranked number one. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, of course we lost. It was... The first game Come on it's yeah. Alabama they're yeah, There's one. such a
1: thing That's a good loss Yeah <laughs> You know Wasn't ready <laughs> Wasn't ready <laughs> It's a good loss
0: If you learn from it
1: Yeah You know You yeah. gotta learn from that there Take it forward And yeah. coach talk exactly. <laughs> It's a good life lesson right one there One good
2: thing about Playing Alabama early So you don't have to play Alabama again until until the championship. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just that's how it goes, man. And that's how the fan base goes. And that's just, like I said, college basketball is just one of those unpredictable. Unless you're
0: a Georgia football fan where it's you don't want to you don't want to waste your win against Alabama during the regular season. But you don't get that win when you meet them in the playoffs either. And so it's yeah. just two losses to yeah. Alabama. It's a great season. Yeah. Yeah. The
2: anticipation's killer. Yeah, yeah. You're like
0: oh no, we lost. We didn't want this one anyways. We want to see them later on down the road. Yeah. They beat you again. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell, we didn't change anything.
2: <laughs> it's like they knew exactly what we were going to do because we did the same thing: run the ball and play defense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, such a beautiful thing. And we kind of talked about this. We're, we hit NBA a little bit here. Let's get back to it because. Yeah, last continue. week, the day before we recorded, we recorded the day before the trade deadline, so we knew a lot of things were going to happen. We badly wanted to move the podcast to the, the to the day after, right? So that we we could capture right. We wanted
0: kind of have it just happened, in. At the, as
1: just as so it happens happened.
2: we have lives too. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. other things came into play, but a lot of moves. I'm curious to know where you guys are at and who you think made the best move. Who Didn't make a move that needed to make a move. Well, let let me ask you this question because, and again,
0: we don't like to always agree on here. So we don't go into the podcast saying, hey, Josh, tell me how you feel about this. So that way I can agree with you. No, we line up the topics. This is what's happening right now. And then let's just speak on it openly. If we happen to agree, then we do. So let me pitch this out there. Uh, The buyout market aside, just talking trades. Right. Do you feel like any team made a trade that pushed them closer towards a contendership, other than like, like put them above, like say the Lakers or the? I Net? could tell you who did the worst. The <laughs> we ma- <can> start there. <laughs> the Magic. The Magic. <laughs> the Magic
2: were like, hey, guess what? I have these three. Maybe. Maybe at least two All-Stars and Gordon and Vucevic, and they're like, you know what? And we have Fournier. I was like, let's get rid of all those, right?
0: Because we're losing. And see, I disagree. You disagree? I disagree. The Magic are committing to... Who? Rebuilding the rebuild. Oh, okay. Which kind (laughs) of needed to happen because they weren't going anywhere. But see, that's crazy because, like, they had
2: talent to go somewhere... And all these other teams were like – Scrap it. Yeah, scrap it. It's right? not working. It's not working. But it, I feel like it was working at a time, and it was like Foltz wasn't the answer and the only reason why it was working. But then he got hurt, and then it all just fell down and just crumbled, and then they split them all off. And what they did is the Magic made three other teams actually pretty good, you know. They went to the Bulls. They went to – um Fournier went to the Celtics.
1: Yep. Um I think I believe Yusufich went to Chicago. 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 Which is where I want to jump in. Because unfortunately for me, I have to agree with one and disagree with the other here. Well, good, there's three of us. <laughs> so it's really but un- got me in a pickle. <laughs> yeah. I agree with what the Magic did. They're in the East. The East has too many power teams that by the time these guys are going to come up on a contract, they're not re-signing with the Magic. But you can't reach the bottom. You can't you can't reach Houston and the Timberwolves, can you? <laughs> but you're not gonna you're always gonna be the bottom. The bottom middle, if you want to say it that way. So you're going to be at the the eighth seed, and maybe make the, the edge of the playoffs each year. Those guys ain't coming back once their contracts are up. So I agree with what they were doing, to a degree, but I think Chicago. I don't understand this this move of bringing him bringing in uh, Vucevic. Vucevic. I was yeah. it out. Darn European names. Uh, again, you're in the East. You made a move to push you up to the middle of the playoffs. You're still not going to be in the top. You're not going to be top three, top four. The Nets are still going to be above you. The Bucks are still going to be above you. The uh, 76ers are still going to be above you. So you're 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 fighting for fourth and down. I'd argue that maybe the Celtics are still going to be better than you, even though they're not up right now. They're still going to be a good team. They should make their way up the stadium. Right. Again, with the way the East is, one game difference, and or, you go from a seventh to a fourth spot. So, right. It's or again, not... Who are they
0: playing in the playoffs, and they're able to still get to the second round, right.
1: to the Eastern Conference
0: Finals, maybe. They're so, better than what they look
1: like. you got to hope that these guys Especially you have California. there, the guys that you have over there with the Chicago... you got to hope that they're going to re-sign with you. That's what you're banking on at this point, because you gave up two picks to get this kid, who is a, a, a good potential future player, but... In two years, is he going to want to resign with you or is he going to want to go to a a legit contender instead of being a middle of the pack team?
0: Josh, so what you're saying is the Chicago Bulls are in the exact same position that they were when they had Jimmy Butler a few years ago? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you
1: should rebuild the rebuild. Like, you're always going to be there for the next couple years when you have the Nets with the pieces they have, when you have the 76ers that are doing what they're doing, like the, the Milwaukee, if they can figure something out and bring another little piece in over there. Well, and they actually, they're supposed to get Jeff Teague. So the, the, you got these pieces that these teams so are going to be better it. than you. So you made this move to be a mediocre team still. Because unfortunately, the teams that are above you are going to be above you. So I don't quite agree with the Chicago move. While I like the addition, it's not going to make enough difference for them to be able to be a contender to me. No,
0: and that's actually where I was going with that was uh, I don't know if there was a trade that was made that actually pushed a team vaulted so, I mean, anybody exactly. Uh, I could make an argument, I guess, for we talked about Aaron Gordon moving on from the Magic, uh, getting traded to Denver.
1: I that's the one that I like in only because I, I think. If these injuries stay consistent the way they are, they have a chance at upsetting some of these top top teams. That's why I looked at it. And again, not to agree with you. Definitely not to I agree mean, with no. you. <laughs>
0: You're completely wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is going on too long. Um, because I like Aaron Gordon having the bigger body. I like him having that, that muscular frame to be able to guard Kawhi Leonard. Should the Nuggets go up against the Clippers, like you said, maybe there's an upset there, right? Or uh, going up against LeBron, should they meet up again in the uh, against the Lakers again, like they did last year? Uh, but I've never been sold on Aaron Gordon as far as being a game changing basketball player, right? LeBron, LeBron, yeah, court.
2: LeBron and Kawhi are still putting up twenty five right. on Aaron Gordon, and Aaron Gordon might not put twenty up on neither one of those. Yeah, so. but so. Aaron
1: Gordon not having to be at number one, no, that's a good move, like. So now he has that pressure off of him. Right. But it also takes pressure off of I feel the like rest he's in the, the same roster. boat
2: that they went in. You went with Murray, so you got instead of having a shooting guard, you have a point guard now in Murray and then you still have a center, Vucevic and Jokic. They're I mean, obviously Jokic is having a career right. MVP year, but Vucevic can assist, rebound, right. score. I mean, I don't know. What can he do? Exactly. So if, if we're going to say what team got better, better. But it's better talent than If we, if than we what got what what Chicago. team got better, then you'd have to go to the Lakers if Anthony Davis and LeBron got better because they picked up Drummond. Drummond's going to help them, I think, a lot more. than They need yeah. someone to rebound.
1: The one move I'm glad I, that did not happen was the Bradley someone Bill. Someone has to
2: rebound all LeBron James misses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was glad the Bradley Bill trade did not happen. That was rumored for quite a while. The Lakers were pushing hard to try to get Bradley Bill. Glad that did not go through because I really think that would have put them over because you have Bradley Beal coming in as a third option. Yeah, right. Straight that's, shooter. That's an incredible freaking third option. Straight I know it's shooter almost like adding guard. James Harden. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. to a Kevin Durant and a Kyrie, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that, just be an addition, a, a ridiculous addition to where that would have locked in to me. Who if just you added have a, Griffin and Aldridge? <laughs> yeah, if you have a healthy AD Lebron with a Beal, like. To me, you're almost, that's a guaranteed lock of having a Nets-Lakers
0: well, championship at that point. That's why I asked about, about the trade deadline. And now that we're getting to the buyout market, can I... Oh, I've just been going over this for the last like 48 hours. Going into this season, the way the league was lined up team by team, almost all the 30 teams, it was like two All-Stars almost all the way down the line. It was LeBron and Anthony Davis. Kawhi and Paul George, Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Um, At the time, you had Westbrook and Harden. I mean, Yochik and Murray. You had all these guys. Right. All the way through. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. You saw what they were going on. They had the heat. Tatum Brown. Tatum Brown, right? So it was just like a duo all the way through. And I'm like, this is going to be like the most parody that we've seen in the NBA, like in years. Now, again, granted, Vegas, you have your favorites. It's like, well, it's LeBron over here and it's Kevin Durant over here. Yeah you kind of got to go with those guys as the favorites to make it all the way through. But again, an injury here, a trade there, who knows? And then all of a sudden, with the buyout market and the trades, it's just Lakers and Nets just stacking it on top of each other. Right, I like, heard, well, I there heard, goes that season. Yeah, like, I heard the on. Nets were going to bring back Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, Jordan's like, I'm going to
1: get my seventh since yeah. Tom Brady got his yeah. sixth. I don't so while lose it's, in
2: championships.
1: <laughs> while it's not necessarily a trade or a move that they make, Curry and Clay Thompson, right? Like yeah. The oh. Blazers having it's healthy players come back. Yeah. Is like they just made a trade and brought in extra pieces that they haven't had for most of the season. And he's brought in Powell as an extra shooter. So like they're kind of they're getting healthy at the right time. Where the the, the second yeah half of the wait well Jerkic can't stay season, healthy. That's what I'm saying. They gotta hope that Jerkage he can come back stay and stay healthy. healthy. They, um, was C.J. McCollum?
2: Yeah, he came yeah. back. He's healthy he's now. Come,
1: right. So if he's coming back, like they they adding pieces just through on their own team that weren't playing for most of the season, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I guess like that.
0: Once you tack on all the all 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 of the injuries that have happened this
1: year, maybe that's
0: been the great equalizer with the parody that well, we were supposed thing. to have, right? It's like everyone's just been decimated and so it's like who's gonna be healthy, who can remain Phoenix. healthy, who Phoenix.
2: Phoenix is staying healthy yeah. and the Jazz are staying the jazz. healthy.
1: And yeah. look where they're at.
2: Yeah, the top.
1: You know, that, that makes a big difference. That's what I'm saying. I can see Portland Mitchell going
2: <laughs> Chris Paul booker you know what i mean yeah i can see where, That's you're, where i can I see, see where you're going on up, uh, oh, i'm
1: telling you yeah, yeah i was like i was like
0: two for two yeah. for two for two like all yeah. the way down the line even on the yeah. bad teams you still had two. uh and then james harden pulls that nonsense and needs to leave and join up with his buddy wonder where he got that idea from <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous anyways um but yeah with with the injuries now i mean it really is anybody's game because, sure, Anthony Davis is going to come back in, like, two weeks. Maybe. Anthony Davis has had a, a <laughs> Maybe. long history. Yeah, Kevin durability. Durant, too. Kevin Durant. I don't ever associate Kyrie with durability. Uh, James Harden has had a sore neck and thigh lately. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, because he's, he's been dropping 38 like every other <laughs> yeah. night, carrying that team when everyone else is out. LeBron just had the – I mean – Probably going to be the longest stretch of his career that he's yeah. missed due to an injury. Yeah. It's like a sprained ankle; it ain't nothing to play with. It, all right, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, load management has always been on those guys' yeah. radar. For the Paul George is hard to say. Paul
2: George is always good for an injury. Right when playoffs start, you can just almost guarantee it, and it sucks,
0: <laughs> and it sucks.
1: <laughs> Listen, playoff P knows what he's doing. Oh right? yeah,
2: the Clippers, the Clippers, yeah.
1: <laughs> Tori, where are you at with the, uh, the Rondo move, huh? I-, <laughs> I feel like you were kind of coming down a little bit. I don't know if you were coming down. I'm just seeing like a joke in our in our group text. It, whenever, it, like, it is a joke. Clippers got Rondo. I feel like you were kind of clowning it a little bit. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, I mean, the Clippers getting Rondo.
2: You're basically getting a defensive point guard for an
0: offensive point guard. Yeah, you're banking on that playoff Rondo is going to exist again. Which it might, because it did happen last year. Right. I mean, he was on James Harden, and he was ripping it out of Harden's hands. And, I mean, he was a steady knockdown shooter all throughout the playoffs. So, like, playoff rondo does exist. You just traded your other scorer, though, which Kawhi and Paul George, those are, like, the only two scorers you have now after you lost Montrezl Harrell. Now, I guess what made it so funny was – if they would have just called him up and be like, Hey, how about like Lou Williams for Rondo? And it's like, all right, well, you know, we get a guy I can trust in the playoffs. Most likely who can play defense. Um, and who might be able to lead a locker room and all that. And you can get my Lou Williams six man of the year. And it's like, all right, it makes sense for both of us, but it instead they're like, and also here's like some picks to go along with it. Like in order to move and get Rondo, I have to trade you Lou Williams and give you more
1: assets on top of it. Listen. It's the, it was second-round picks, I believe? Yeah. It's the NBA. Nobody, the picks don't matter in the NBA in the first place because everybody just <laughs> buys all these players out, and none of those even matter to anybody. So why did you need to person in there? In Spurs are the only team that do anything with the second-round pick. Eh. <laughs> like They're not the, doing anything this
0: year. They might not even make the playoffs. I mean, after they gave up Aldridge, they're probably going to head down in the in the standings, yeah.
1: I mean, if I'm them, I, that's, I would go ahead and, at this point, tank. and
0: Another one, Luca and Przingis. Yeah. Right? Like, another duo. It was just, oh, he was so perfect. I'm not going to get over this. It sh- should have been. You're right. And then, again, with trades and with buyout market, it's just like, all right, well, there's the Lakers and the
1: And with the, the Nets, buyout so market, I do, I do like a comment you made. I don't know who posted the thing, but you were talking about the buyout market and these people were complaining about how these big market teams are yeah. buying up and the small market teams are the ones that are buying these guys out and letting them walk. Yeah. So it's like you can't complain that the big market teams are making these moves when the small market teams are allowing it to happen. No, I get um, the buyout
0: market. It undermines all of what the NBA has tried to do to keep the big teams from stacking talent on top of them with salary cap, with luxury tax. All of that, it does undermine that. But at the same time, these small market guys like – you traded for Andre Drummond and right. his $30 million contract, and then you decided not to play him all the season, and then you bought him out because you're getting, what was it, $13 million cut off of that contract? So you bought him out to save yourself money, and then when he goes to the Lakers, you're like, hey, what's
1: that about? Why did he join them? Right, now you're saying, oh, it's not fair. They have a super team. Well, don't let your players walk. You're, you're paying agent. them. If you're paying them, play them. You traded for him, right? You brought him in for a reason. Okay, bad move on you for not making it work. So trade him and try to get something back for it at least. Or if you can't do that, someone play would the have man.
2: came and picked that man up for sure. You know what I mean? Like Drummond can ball, he can't shoot.
1: But if the right team, like a Lakers, you're not wanting or him Nets. to come in and score. Right? You just
2: need that man. That man can play some defense. He can rebound the ball like an animal.
1: Yeah,
0: he's, you're going down the a playing the defend boards, the rim. That's all right. we need you to do. Right. And that's, that's all that these, these big, again, like, I mean, it's hard to look at Drummond and be like, you're worth $36 million. You're worth it. Th- Cause he's not. Agreed. I mean, I think we can, I think we can <laughs> all agree on that. He's not worth $30 million. He's worth 40 million. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, and again, the Lakers paid 800 grand for him. That's how much they're going to pay. So yeah, that's definitely lopsided. But again, the Cavaliers went and What's traded. The saying the rich for him. get richer, exactly, the rich get richer. The Cavaliers made the trade for Andre Drummond, so you took on that contract. Now they're like, "Well, we can't move that contract because it's so big, and it's so you're just going to buy it out. That's fine." But all these other teams know that too. All these other teams are looking around and they're waiting for this time of year where it's like, "Yeah, we're not going to trade you all these assets because you're right. He's not worth that. I don't know why you went and got him in the first place." And so when you inevitably, uh, inevitably buy him out, which what I think is the funniest part of this, is 2018, LeBron went to the Cavaliers management and was like, hey, get Andre Drummond. Take this first round pick that we have that's like a top 10, trade it for an all-star because we're trying to go with the Warriors and compete for a title. Dan Gilbert is like, "Uh, no, <laughs> we're not going to do that because we'd rather have Colin Sexton. <laughs> Instead of try wow. and compete for a championship, and so now five, four, oh, I'm sorry, two, three years later, Andre Drummond goes to the Lakers, joins up with LeBron after Dan Gilbert cuts him from his team.
1: Well, he ended up with him anyway. The Sexton move gave us one of the best nicknames. With oh, Sex, sex Land. <laughs> oh, sex land. those are the best nicknames <laughs> like, out there. So it gave us that at least. Ah, uh, so thank you for and that. That's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that made it worth it. But,
0: I just yeah, it's giant irony that they ended up with Andre Drummond anyway. Right. Dan Gilbert is probably looking at it, and he's like, oh, you know what I really don't want to do is help LeBron out right now by cutting this man. Exactly. But you know what I want to do is save my own pockets <laughs> a whole lot of money, so I'm just going to buy him out now. And then I'm going
1: to point the finger afterwards and be like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. I don't know if there's a way to, I don't want to say fix, but I I can't think of a better word for it if there's a better way to do this, a buyout market to where maybe teams can bid instead of giving the, the player the option? There are a few options uh, that are being proposed
0: during the next uh, CBA in 2024. Uh, one of them is, again, you kind of set like a deadline, and then if you are taken at the deadline, you're not eligible for the playoffs okay. unless you were bought out earlier in the season. Right. And so you'd have to have a cutoff point there also. Um there's another That's not gonna work. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, again, like you're you're trying to throw something in there that would make sense, yeah. but I don't you're know. You're not if... gonna
2: you're not gonna make a person sit out the rest of the year and not make the
0: playoff.
1: You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Well, no, He's got a playoff play. team, you're not gonna worry about signing him, I'll tell right. you that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which they weren't already and then they're like, Oh, look who's gonna be on the market. Yeah, of course we're not gonna trade for him because Right. We're gonna buy him or we're gonna pick him up after you buy yeah, him. Yeah, out. if you
1: if you're a top three team, you're thinking I got a chance of bringing them to my team anyways. Why am I going to trade for them when I know you're not going to keep them? Nobody else wants them. So I got a great shot at just bringing them over to my team for a tenth of the price that you're paying them right now.
0: Well, and like what I, what I love about this is because if you're actively trying to run your organization, you're doing a really good job, then all this stuff comes full circle, right? Like everyone's pointing at the Warriors and they're like, oh, see, Kevin Durant joined the super team, free agency. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. You're not supposed to be able to. And I'm like when was the last time the Warriors were any good? And now everyone's like, oh, the Brooklyn Nets, everyone's signing to the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm like, when was the last time the Nets were good? (laughs) So again, as long as you're still doing the things well, you can run any team really well. I mean, the Spurs have been doing it forever. A small market team and been winning championships. So there's definitely a formula there. You just got to get the right personnel to do it. Right. You have to be savvy. You have to make smart moves. Don't do things the way the Houston Texans have been doing
1: things. <laughs> to switch on over to football, for is that the hardest fan base right now? Like a Houston fan period, with obviously the Rockets well, and how much they're sucking.
2: The Rockets started with Astros.
1: Their cheating scandal. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking on that, if I'm an Astros fan, I got a ring. I don't care. We won. Every team in the in every team in sports cheats in some way or another. What? theirs was just a little bit more obvious and got caught. At least and, we weren't using roids. <laughs> so in that
0: sense, I, I don't know what they did. It's only because now there's an asterisk to to your ring anyway. It's like we weren't even healthy. Probably, <laughs> maybe. So the asterisk there's always thing, an excuse out there. Unless your team won, and then you're not going to hear it.
1: I don't I don't mind that because last year they had a pretty good year without the quote unquote cheating that they were doing. Well, they were already. <laughs> all cheated up they they got everything that they already yeah they already so the whole cheating thing to me is all right uh, they already have all the film my favorite line if you ain't cheating you ain't trying yeah exactly so that part but as far as the rest of the team so yeah you have that asterisk on your team now if you're uh, an astros so everyone's talking crap about your team cheating the the freaking rockets are absolute trash they don't know what they're doing over there had great teams and just kind of let it all go never really getting over that hump now you're Houston Texans who you've had great players on your team. Your coach owner trades them away for absolute trash. You're, or letting them walk entirely. Yeah, you, you cut you your – You had a great defense. That, you cut that your star this... defensive end for nothing. You don't even try to trade them. And now you got one of the fewest amount of picks going into yeah, the season. Yeah, you, you've destroyed your team. You've gotten rid of your future. Watson has his legal issues going on right now. He doesn't want to be there in the first place. Like I think
2: I think Houston basically caused this for Watson. <laughs>
1: like
2: he had to relieve stress. Yeah, he was super stressed.
0: <laughs> I just think it's it's really funny where is it, is it t- funny? Is it no, funny? No, let me let me be clear <laughs> about this. No, this situation is not funny. What I do find funny is the biggest knock against Deshaun Watson over this was everyone's like, well, it wasn't on paper that you should have had and players shouldn't be a part of management decisions. I'm like, have you seen the management decisions? Maybe he (laughs) can run it better than they can because that is a house on fire. Yes. I think there's a lot of people right now on Facebook or on Twitter that think they can do a better job. Than the Houston Texans, and they and, might be right. So half of them are the probably, best, and right. And so for the franchise quarterback to say, hey, look, maybe do things. Maybe, I really, maybe lean a little, can little can bit it run more. A little way. bit through me?
1: Yeah. Just run it past me, real can quick. Can I at least have a small choice in who we bring in? Just throw a candidate well,
2: out. There. I'm pretty sure they're glad they didn't give Deshaun Watson any choice in the decisions <laughs> uh, this, now because his decisions <laughs> weren't that great either. But I will <laughs> that's say. That's a fair point. Okay. I will say the Houston Texans, I thought, were making a great On decision. The whole, that's a good point when they got rid of O'Brien
1: I was like wow I
2: was like wow they're gonna start doing something right and then then they did Deshaun Watson kind of dirty but then it's like what goes behind the scenes of what happened and do do did they know his decision making out the outside or who knows you know I'm just saying but you know his character. You're around him. You know when you work with somebody, you're around somebody. There's certain things I never would have seen any of this coming from Deshaun Watson. Still, it's all allegations, everything. Da 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 But at the end of the day, maybe they seen something.
1: He's in the news, and that's bad for your team. What? Well, right? He, he was in the nudes. news. <laughs> you know. But uh, that was good. yeah.
2: At the end of the day, Houston. These are billion dollar corporations, and are you gonna let a player? I don't know. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a different animal. He kind of set up his own team. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think you have to have some kind of input, but where they messed up is they said, yeah, we'll take your input in consideration. We will do this for you. And completely all you have way. as a man is your word. And tell him, no, you're his boss. Just, hey, guess what on uh, actually you're just a quarterback. Yeah. And we're going to keep No this. for me. Dog. Yeah. It's be, it's, <laughs> it's, just it's, tell him straight yeah, up. It's, this is like a business and, just so happens it's not your business, but yeah. on a professional level, you know, like hey, you're the quarterback. We'll, we'll deal with this. We got like ten people back here that we pay, you know, right. next to nothing. We got this. Yeah, but we'll take your. We know you need a wideout. We know you need a line, and we're gonna look for that.
1: You know, the beauty of the the beginning of the destruction of the Houston, Texas, was a trade where they traded Tunzel with the Dolphins and gave them the first picks, the two, I think it's two first rounders. Then now the Miami Dolphins have turned into, Oh man. Yeah. Just an abundance of assets, assets here where they, they take those, they trade it was the, the the 49ers just traded all up to the third spot, trading with them, giving them two more first rounders. They take that, they trade back into the top six with the, the Eagles, giving up a first rounder that they already got from someone else. It wasn't like they really are missing that. So now they're still sitting in a top six where they can probably get the guy they wanted at three, but not have to pay him at a three slot. You pay him at a six spot, so you're saving those millions of dollars right there. You still have a lot of future picks to be able to build around, to continue to build around. And you know team. the
2: Eagles are going to mess up.
1: The Eagles are going to do something <laughs> stupid.
2: Yeah, I think I've seen a post about the Eagles where they passed up on Jefferson and Metcalf for like Rieger and Artega Whiteside. <laughs> yeah, And I'm like... Yeah. Good call. Good call. That <laughs> was a great call, guys. We definitely looked at the, them and, combines.
1: And now there was the talk that the Eagles were looking to trade up to the third spot. Yeah, for a quarterback. But only if they were guaranteed to have Zach Wilson fall to them at three. So I'm like, so uh, what Basically does that say hurts. for Hertz here? That, yeah. uh ye- Basically, you're telling you, hey, you're a franchise now sort of we can't get this guy <laughs> so yeah back to you buddy there's gonna be some hurt feelings yeah that. if i'm hurts now i'm like man that's kind of disrespectful i'm thinking i'm the man because you just got rid of uh the yeah, man competition wins. yeah you just got rid of the man yeah you got rid of rid of this overpaid guy that you ate this money Which for in me
2: personally like we were talking about wilson it's pro day you ain't got no pressure you ain't got no quarter yeah like
1: no- they're enamored with this guy because of one pass hurts had a great about. pro day
2: too you know they're, I mean?
1: they're enamored with this one pass that everyone's talking about. I'm like, again, like you're saying, you're playing no pressure on you, but a guy with a poon roll in his hand, yeah. throwing to the guys you've been throwing for you know for quite a while now. So you have extreme comfortability with your own players.
2: But you know what route there? Is? It's not like it's no like audible route, like right. you know. So where? Hey, is you're th- gonna run a post, and I'm gonna guess what? I'm gonna throw a post. You like, like the, you the, know, like the pressure. You come on, have man! Is, you have let NFL me at him. I'll yes. go out there. I can throw a post thirty yards, forty yards. Come on, man! Tighten up.
1: Having the scouts there adds pressure, but it's not the pressure of a game. It's not the
2: was that even an NFL size football? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: take your little college
2: football down the road.
0: I ain't impressed. Now, big shout out to Miami to be able to pull that trade off. I guess they're assuming that, and I mean, I think we're all assuming uh, that three quarterbacks go. Oh yeah, it's in one two top three. Six, yeah, top five, no, it's one two three. At least it's, two. It's,
1: there's oh, you, you there got will the be. Jets. You got the Jets. So it depends. Jets are still in talks with supposedly the, Darnold. the Jets are enamored with everyone. This is coming from all the as we go back to the quote unquote experts. All the sources, they're yeah. enamored with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is their guy. Yeah, which means well,
2: Darnold was their guy too.
1: <laughs> with a new regime, you know, you got all that. Coach yeah, everyone wants to, the to bring in their own there. guy. Exactly. That's fantastic. So, we
0: move on from the old regimes, guys. So the question is, who does San Francisco want?
1: Right, Because they're saying that the first two seeds are locked. You have Lawrence and then Zach Wilson. That's, that's done. The draft, quote-unquote, starts at three.
0: Well, see, what the 49ers could have had was could have had a quarterback this whole time after they heisted the Bears. <laughs> and it's like, well... You didn't want Watson or Mahomes either, huh? Right. All right, great. So now you're looking for a
1: quarterback too? How does that look for you? Excellent. How about Jimmy G move? How Jimmy G work out for you? He's upset now as well coming out saying you that he's, say. he's upset with the team. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, so maybe you should uh, make a move with the Patriots because supposedly they said, he's our quarterback. We're not giving up unless we get a first rounder. Heard that before like, well, let's move on for a third rounder because you know he's not your guy anymore. Everybody in the league knows, goes back to the Drummond deal. If everybody knows that he's not your guy, why am I going to give you a first-round pick now? Yeah, I'm yeah, not giving the you the Jets. Sam Darnold, why am I going to give you a first or a second-round pick when I know you're drafting a quarterback so you don't want him no more? I can lowball you now because you want to keep that guy on your roster you still? You to take a fourth? Like, take or a do you want to just even. take what you can get? You're just you going to let him go. Right. You're going to take what you want. You already round? overpaid his ass. So, and then I'll sign him when you're done, right? <laughs> so, it's the same situation now, but there there's talks that the, the 49ers want Trey Lance, which I'm kind of surprised about personally. I would take Justin Fields, I'm not sold on Ohio State quarterbacks, of course, but Trey Lance, I'm like, this
2: guy 49ers, it's like basically Kaepernick. You're gonna run back, that's what I think Trey Lance is. If you're gonna,
1: they're, they're both mobile
2: quarterbacks, yeah. though.
1: I mean, to me, Ohio State's at least played better can people like you you've have more game tape of and deals
2: he's you know he's a georgia quarterback he might do
1: you good I mean, he's not like a <laughs> he's not a, a true o- ohio state quarterback exactly so, so that, a- that'll be an interesting draft there well we're gonna have
2: that. a a little draft segment too so we we're gonna see. have a whole podcast
1: yeah. coming up just we're talking to draft april 12th will be a draft special gonna Mock put the super team together soon. the big four <laughs> yes we got a special guest coming in for that beautiful thing um, Buck like said, I, "There ain't I really no way
2: it. all four of us could agree on everything. <laughs> <There ain't laughs> you would no think way.
1: we'll
0: yeah. see what we can do. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's true. That's true. There's only so many people you could draft, right?
1: I'm really thinking this this draft in the top ten picks. We're gonna have five quarterbacks, though.
2: I, I, could, see I, could, I could see I could see it happening for sure. I mean,
1: I don't once think
2: once the first three come off, at I think least four. Yeah, well, once the first three come off, you're gonna make that jump, or you're gonna be like." Man, right. we got to do this. We're going to move up. And then... Does someone reach for Mac Jones? Does yeah, then come you're going to have someone Mac Jones. For yeah, Mac then Jones. you're going to have Mac Jones, Trask. You, you, you're you going to take who... You, you're going to grab these quarterbacks. And then once you reach, what, I would say 16, you're going to hit a big O-line stretch. All these teams are going to hit
0: these O-lines. That's what I'm wondering. So does Miami take Donovan Smith or an O-lineman
1: with that six spot? That's where I'm curious, too. Like, if they... I personally when you have Tua I would go after a Bama receiver either one of them that's what they are Waddler or Smith simply because you have that comfortability already there. Right. So you bring those guys in if you can again throw Why you 3. Why not grab spots both down, of them? They they got the capital to be able to. Yeah, you could grab both of them. Just create, Why not? Create Alabama South.
2: Even if you could maybe even grab
1: Well, see, I've heard that Alabama
0: can beat some NFL teams anyway, so that maybe that's a good well, point. Well, we seen maybe we've, you could start anybody there.
1: Anybody that says that is an absolute <laughs> moron. One of these
0: teams in March Madness could beat the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of guys that won't make the pros can definitely be at a team of pros.
1: <laughs> the worst always take. a good joke. It's always a good joke. The, that's the worst take. Not sports. at all. No reality. one ever
2: falls through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one time I want to see this happen just so people can shut their yeah. mouth. I'm like, oh, that's right. All these guys are pro. Yeah, Nick Saban can beat an oh, NFL they've team. They've all been drafted. Yeah. Only a quarter of these guys. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Are ever going to be drafted. <laughs> <laughs> combined <laughs> on all six remaining teams. Yeah. So just yeah. crazy to me the way they do all that, the way they talk and that up. It's like, hey, let's calm down, guys. It's a joke
0: that hits every year, always makes yes. me laugh, but it also always frustrates me because everyone's like, I know for sure. I, I can see it. I'm like, no, no. <laughs>
1: you know, like no. You'll have an Why'd 16? they never make a NCA
2: Madden game together? <laughs> <laughs> We'll
1: well, that Owen 16 well, team. You know. and, oh, man, that this team could beat this college team, could beat this pro team 0 16. No, they couldn't. Not at all. <laughs> the worst NFL team in history would beat the best college football team. It's not even a, a question for me. But Pros versus college kids? Huh? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, what are we Sounds illegal. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They all show pros it versus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are the kinds of things. Shoutouts? Yes, big shoutouts. We got quite a few people who have been helping out get the page going. I definitely do think some shoutouts are in order. For sure. We got Shannon Watts who's been inviting a lot of people who have been active. Steven Williams invited quite a few people. Chris Gerard and Devin, your boy Cameron, who's come through big time with – Shout out to Cameron for sure. That man has been active. He's been active, been posting. He he tried to get some some involvement going on, asking everybody about their favorite teams and Really appreciate and like uh, the engagement. I thought that was really community. awesome that he did for us, you know. Just Yeah, know, we need we like need more
2: that. of that. We need more of that. And uh I I do think it's lost in translation the actual, you know, share if you care, share. Like all we need is for you to share that one. And if you don't share, invite, invite someone who
1: might invite. Invite your sports friends. Like we all have friends that like sports. Oh yeah! And through Facebook, we all have. We we need more opinions.
2: We need more opinions. We need we need more. We need more voices heard. More more voices heard. Everyone has a different. More fan bases. More fan bases. Definitely
0: more fan bases across all sports. You know.
2: So that that's that's
0: what we're looking for. I mean, I want to hear from Cincinnati do Bengals it. fans and see I mean, not what really, they think is going on over here. Yeah. Not really.
1: Do a, <laughs> yeah. do a Brian Fresno one. Call us out for, for something on the pod. Give us feedback right. through the Where, podcast. Where's the
2: Duvalls at? You what, know? Do you,
1: what do you want to hear? What are we not saying? What are we wrong about? Tell us how we're idiots for saying something that you we didn't know you're agree wrong
2: with. already, but just tell us.
0: <laughs>
1: we know we're wrong on our March Madness takes like, we'll wake
2: yeah, up the next our, day after our the Hockey call podcast.
0: was a great one. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Not a you
1: go fast. orange.
2: You always go orange. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, that was go Houston. You know what I mean? We we're talking about how bad Houston is, but you know, watch them win it all while we're bullshitting, you know? Like <laughs> that's how that that Probably going to be Houston and Michigan.
0: I still stake that we called, I mean, not all of us together, but I mean, as a a unit, we called the Lakers winning, we called the Buccaneers winning. Um, We had the Dodgers winning, at least one of us all across. Speaking of the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, Lightning, we've gotten all these major sports, not all of us. You know, hey, uh, at I the wanna, same time, but at least one of the three so, of us. Somebody was we're talking about, two, I called the MVP
1: jokage. <laughs> Come on, man. And
0: it only took five injuries, this, but he's going to be the listen, guy. Listen,
2: you know what I mean? This is this is the stuff that we're put on this earth to tell, and it's just we we got the answers. No matter how we got to the answer, we got you the right answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what? We did, did a little bit of work on the side. And Might have been we a back door, yeah, but. Yeah we, yeah, we didn't, you know throw the one over the top and we didn't add 3.14 hey, but i'll take a flyer
0: on march madness
2: hey i just we're getting s- the rest of these yeah. at least locked in when when you said the bucks though i want to shout out i feel like it's my duty with with being a tattooed individual that bruce arians was a man of his word and got the super bowl buccaneers tattoo on him you know shout out to him that that's, that was so awesome yeah i think come through with that yeah i think that's pretty dope that's 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 cool and me being the one that's got the tattoos and i, I think that's cool the a coach going out there you know 60 70 year old man yeah and being a man of his word just going yeah, out he there at the and,
1: beginning of the season if we win i'll get this tattooed and it's a pretty legit looking tattoo like i was pretty impressed it was pretty cool looking
2: yeah so shout out to him for that and like i said man share if you care get your friends to invite and uh uh pfft. Come on, man. We, we, we I'm trying to hit that 420 on 420, and we getting there, man. <laughs> we're One darn, a day.
1: Darn near 400. I think we're 396. 396 members. So let's get that going. Keep in, keep inviting people. Thank yeah. you for those who are inviting people. Thank you so much. Definitely keep doing that. Like I said, just give us critiques. Spread the word. Share the podcast on your page. I want to get it to
2: where we don't have to tell you to share the share the word, and we just we out here doing big things. We'll have a thousand members, and yeah. you know, fifty trolls. That's what I want. <laughs> well,
1: then, let's, then I probably get no Brian work Fresnos done. At work. out you there. Know what I mean,
2: I'll, I'll be out there just trolling. I'll need another phone. My <laughs> battery will die. My battery
0: will die. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Again, April 12th, we're going to be recording the draft one, and so we'll have one more podcast before the big draft episode. Stay tuned for that one. Guys, you got any parting words? Yeah, man. uh,
2: Can't wait to see how this March Madness uh, ends. I want to see what goes on tonight, and uh, let's see how it works. And go Jazz, and hey, opening for baseball is Thursday,
1: so we'll see how that goes too. There we go. Josh, you got anything? We said it all. I don't know if you can say more than go blue. Go Heat. We just got Victor Oladipo. We
0: got our big three light going on. I expect us to start shooting up through the rankings now. Again, I mean, that's it's a tall order to go through that East this year. The yes. East is dicey. I like that. Like the, the, the top of the East is... Even like
1: one through six. So you got the top that's really, really good. Seven and eight and right now is the clue where the Celtics are the, at. The middle of the East is good. Yeah. So it's like they could upset... So it definitely should be fun. I, mean, I think both sides the the top 8 you could see kind of upsets happening,
0: definitely. Uh big thing right now, waiting to see how these injuries play out. Yes. Who comes back and who stays back. Yep, break a leg. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Hope y'all have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Shirts and
2: Skins podcast.